I'm even a little bit early in my... Okay, I, I, I'm asking Mechila. The Maral Sefer Ner Mitzvah on Hanukkah, that's the... Uh, that's the last, the last sefer that the Maral wrote. It was printed in year Shin Samech, which is fifth, uh, 1600, 1600, uh, in the city of Prague, and the Maral died nine years later. You know, someone approached me in, uh, a few days ago that there are in, in another year and a half, or a little bit more, will be 400 years the yard side of the Maral. They're going to make a big splash and a big Indian. I don't know how much the Maral is interested in it, I must frankly say. But uh, they're already planning to, to make the Chagigot, I don't know how to call it, of 400 years of, of the of the Maral. The best way to commemorate the Maral is obviously learning a star, without a doubt. If he did a golem or not, we don't know. But that he wrote these from, that's for sure. Ain't Suffolk Mitzimidevada, we'll learn this. So the Sefer Ner Mitzvah is the last Sefer that the Maral wrote, which is dedicated to Hanukkah. It was printed together with the Sefer Or Chodesh, which is on Purim. In fact, it's in the back of Or Chodesh. The Sefer Ner Mitzvah is the most learned Sefer of the Maral. Many, many people have a quiz in learning Ner Mitzvah. Why? In the regular printing, now in this one, it's only 28 pages. Hanukkah is eight days. Each day you learn three, four pages, you wrap it up. I know many people that do that. Or Chodesh is not 28 pages, rather 200 pages. Purim is only one day. Half of the day you're drunk. If you met anybody that learned the Sefer Or Chodesh from cover to cover, give them a kiss. Don't worry, you won't have to give it to anybody. A lot of fachet. It's Pasha that I guess since the nest of Purim is a nest of Hester, of hidden, also the Torah of the Morale is hidden with it also. Now the first part of this Sefer, which we're not going to start now, the Chalik Aleph is dealing with the issue of Arba Malchios. And uh, what role does Malchus Yovan play in it? The second part is in Yonah Chanukah. But the first half of the Sefer is going in length about the Shibut Malchios, why are the Abba Malchuyos? What's the characteristics of each and every one of them? Etc. We're not going to go into it now, but just it's interesting that why when the Moral is dedicating a Sefer to Hanukkah, he's giving so much time and effort to defining Abba Malchuyos. Well, you could say because Yaman's one of the th number three on the list. But Purim Paras and Madai Purim is number two, even earlier. And there the Moral did not see the need to elaborate on Abba Malchuyos. When it comes to Hanukkah, now suddenly he goes into length. That's how much the first part of the the first 73 pages of the Sefer will be dealing with Abba Malchuyos. Have been dealing with Abba Malchuyos. So I had a question only in the Maral. If you think about it, on Hanukkah, we sing Maos Tzur. There's one paragraph about Hanukkah, and Achinami, called Yivanim Nikbutsu Alai. But for this, by the same token, there's a paragraph on Pesach, there's a paragraph on Purim, so why is it only a Hanukkah song? Why is Moses Sur more Hanukkah than Poem? Yivanim Nikbutsu Alai? Fine. It says, Kuras Kormas Bikesh Agagi Ben Amdasa. A whole paragraph, just as, as large as Hanukkah is. And then there's one before that spoke about Yitzhak Mitzrayim. So why is Moses Sur a Hanukkah? 
Rabbi Sasi, you'll think about it. We're not going to go into it now. I'll keep you a little bit in suspense. Then, hey, let's do that new trick. Ralph, where's Ralph? Ralph, maybe we'll leave questions open and the answer will be next week. What are you talking about? Could that work? Later, later. So Rabbi said, that's something to think about. Maybe later on, Mr. Shem will have time to answer that question. Not today, probably. At a different time, what's the shot that most you go through the history of the Jewish people? Mamash. From... From Pesach till Az Egmor, Bashir Mizmor, Chanukah Samizbeach. There's something about Chanukah which makes you think about Jewish history. And that, of course, has to be defined. We'll leave that open meanwhile. So let's start now. But the Moral did define in the Alba Malchus the characteristics of Yavan, that it's uh, the Malchus that has the Chachma. And from their point of view, there's many common denominators between us and Yavan, because Yisrael are also involved in Chachma. But dafka because there's some common denominators, therefore the friction between us and Yavan is on a deeper level than with other nations. When an argument, or when there's a friction amongst mishpacha, it goes sometimes a lot deeper than if it's a friction between strangers. Dafka because there's a similarity between Yavan and Yisrael. In what way do you see the similarity? In what way? That we, uh, we could metargum the Torah, the only language you can be talking to is the Yavanis, which shows that they have some kind of Tzadah Shabbat with us. Mi'idach Yizah, what they did to us, no other nation did to us. So this ambivalent relationship with Yavan is because Yavan has to do with Chachma. And the Morales explains that the Abba Malchiyos are connected to four parts of Adam, and the Seichel is connected Yavan. Let, that's enough for what we want to do today. Let's start now. Everybody has a sheet or something? Yeah, everybody has one. Okay, I'll be I just want to say again, it, 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 we have to thank the Eberster that the Maral sat down and wrote his Oymik Nifla, and now we can read it. Just imagine if we wouldn't have written it. We wouldn't have anything to do with the Maral. There were many, many G'dayla Oylem, G'dayla Oylem that didn't write, so we don't know about them throughout the Jewish history. So here the Maral took the time to write, if you ever saw a first printing of the Maral's firm, they're all in beautiful print, very large, great paper. Like, it seems like the Maral understood that he's speaking to Shpetel de Kedaris. At his door, they didn't understand him. That's the Amos. You could see the other Mephoshi Rashi, let's say, quote the Maral, and when the Gurari says, like, a Maral de Kedaher, so they'll say, V'agurari katav, Bedrush. Eh, and I'll tell you, Pshat. They, 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 they weren't oimed on his oimek. He probably felt that he, many times he says it, Like he's understanding, he's saying, you saw this, that some people will say, Like he, he probably experienced a lot in his lifetime, so consequently he knew I heard this from Moshe Shapira, that the Maral knew he's writing to Shpetel de Kedaris. That's a come, we don't know of any Talmudim that he had in this field. We know that Tessie Yontavs is outstanding Talmud, Rabbi David Gantz is outstanding Talmud, but in his derech, who's his Talmud? Who's his Mamshich? There isn't any. And he, he felt it, that he's speaking to... So he made sure that his sperm should be well-kept, well, that they could endure and wait a long, long time. Okay. There is no Hemshech. I don't know why it reminds me of this. Just we'll start with the Milsa de Is anybody here from Hungarian origin? 
Yes. Okay, let's, let's forget about that. <laughs> you know, it was Rosh Hashanah just a month ago. Let's, uh, let's go on. I come also from Hungarian origin. I want to say some kind of mashu, but, well, uh, instead of saying it and asking Mechila, let's not say it at all. <laughs> okay, let's, let's start. V'izbar, ki malchus yovan humuchan lihisnaged lihisrael b'mash yeshlem Torah umitzvot elokiyot. This is what the Maral already said before. Why is Yavan so much against Yisrael? Because we have a Chachma, which is a different kind of Chachma. We have a Chachma, which is a Chachma Elokis. They have tremendous Chachma, but not Chachma Elokis, rather what's mitachat la shamayim. Like the Maral points out in a few places in the Sefer Beragoyla, Bevaday umusoylam have Chachma. It's a Chazal. Chachma bagoyim tamin. For sure. But you cannot compare the Chochmah of Um Sa'olam to the Chochmah of Yisrael Gdashim. The Chochmah of Um Sa'olam is Chochmah Enushis. Or Enoshis, that's what he calls it. A human kind of Chochmah. The Chochmah of Yisrael is Ish, Mipi Ish, Mipi Ish, Ad Moish Rabbeinu, Mipi Ashkina. It's a different league. It's a different kind of Chochmah. And the Yavanim knew that we represent to a certain degree, a superior, higher chachma, and therefore they couldn't tolerate it. Goes on the moral. Kiel malchuzo shayach la ha-chachma, she sechel ha-adam bilvad. Meaning, the umus ha-oylam, Yamachus Yavan has the epitome of human intelligence. Undoubtedly. Lo ha-sechel ha-eloki ha-nivdal. Again, these are terminologies that the Maral uses constantly, so let's just translate it. Lo ha-sechel aluki. When the Maral says sechel, he doesn't mean brains. In modern Hebrew today, sechel means brains. But over here, sechel aluki means the, the spiritual int- intellect. Hanivdal. Hanivdal means removed. Nivdal has to do with the word gedusha. Gedoshim to you. How did Rashi translate the word gedoshim to you? Prushim to you. Separated. Above and way and above. The whole Sefer Beragoyla is geboit on this sense. What's the Sefer Beragoyla? Again, we're not, it has a lot to do with what we're dealing with today with Yavon. The Sefer Beragoyla is, just a little background on Boisai, in the days of the Maral, there was a pamphlet, I think I once mentioned it here, a pamphlet published in 1555 of a Meshumad. A Meshumad is a Jew who converted, so to speak, to, to, to Natsus. And uh, they're the ones who always caused us the most problems. And he published a pamphlet in Latin. I have it at home. I needed it when I was working in the Sefer Beragoyla. And it's called, in the Hebrew translation, I don't know how to say it in Latin, Hakuntris Neged HaTalmud. And he took 90 Mamarei Chazal with one purpose and one purpose only, to make fun of Chazal. To show how ridiculous they are. What? I don't think so. Okay, Shem Yishoyim Yerkab, whatever his name was. Anyway, I'll quote upon him, and we know today that the morale in the Sefer Baragoyla is answering that pamphlet. From the 90 quotations which he brings down, the morale in the Baragoyla is Messiahist about 80 of them. The, uh, the ten that he is not Mesiachist to are dealing with Oisoyish. What, what Chazal said about Oisoyish of Christianity, the Maral living in a little kind of ghetto in Prague cannot explain clearly why we're not following Oisoyish. 
that would be a tremendous sakana for the Jewish people. But the other 80 that don't deal, the Maran deals with them, instead of Baragola. For example, what's the logic of Kasher Zoma and Velo Kasher Osa? What's the logic? We shouldn't have dealt with it a bit. What, what's the logic? What's the logic that if a person sacrifices his children, all his children, he's potter from a Misa. If he only part of his children from a Moilech, then he's Chayav Misa. Mizaro Velo Kol Zaro. How does that make sense? Etc., etc. And the, the theme that the Maral repeats over and over in the Sefer Baragoyla is the reason that we don't understand these Mamre Chazal at the first glance is because we don't understand that they're coming from a different, a different Chokhmah. A Chokhmah Elokit. Not a Chokhmah Enoshit. A Chokhmah Enoshit would have problems with many Mamre Chazal. The concept of Yosh. If you know that a lost object fell from someone and he was Messiah, but you know it says, why don't you return it? No, no, no. Be nice, return it. No, if it's money, for example, and even if you saw that it fell from his pocket, you're allowed to give it back. You're allowed to take it, I'm sorry. You don't have to give it back. And he was complaining, why not? If you know it fell from that person's pocket, give it back to him. And the Maral explains how use works. Whenever you learn the sugi of Elu Metzias and Lundis, you deal a lot with that Maral over there. How does use work? And the said that he says the Maral in that sefer over and over again, you're asking questions based on Chochmah Enushis. You should understand though that Chazal is a Chochmah Elokis, which is superior, and I'll show you how it's superior. That's the whole Sefer Baragola. That is the Yachas between Chochmah Yisrael, our Chochmah, and, and Yavan, which he said over here. Okay. Asher hiya Torah HaElokit, shehiya Sechel HaNivdal HaElokit Legamre. The Torah's wisdom is totally removed. Legamre has nothing to do with, uh, with, with, with Chaimer. Okay. Let's read maybe th- footnote three that he says, We'll skip the brackets. They don't want us to have this, uh, that this Chokhmah should exist in the world. Because this Chokhmah, by definition, nullifies their Chokhmah, and they don't want us to have it. Okay, let's go on. So that's how come the Yavonim had a fight against Torah. But they also fought something else, says the Moral. V'chen al They had also a specific war against Beis HaMikdash. She'esh lo ma'ala elokit gdosha. The Beis HaMikdash is a home, it's a house, which is kulo ruchni, Let's give a look in footnote 4. This is a story that the Moral says in a few places. The mile of the Beis Migdash is not the wood and stone. Etzel Hanashama. Fine, Adkan. Meaning the Besamigdash represents a home which is called Kuloi Ruchni. It's Maila, it looks like a regular house, but it's not the stones and bricks which makes the Besamigdash, it's the Gdusha Elokis which makes it. And therefore, that's how he explains in Netzach Yisrael, when was Besamigdash Nichrav? Whenever we weren't in that Madrega anymore, it automatically will be Nichrav. Because what, what sustains the Besamigdash is the Gdusha. Okay. 
וכן אלבי סמיגדה שיש לו מעלה אלוקית קדושה, הם מסנגדים ביוסלה, המלכוס הזאת. So the, the Yavanim have a war against what? Two things. Taira and Beis HaMikdash. Beis HaMikdash represents the Chibur Te'elyonim, which the Yavanim, that's exactly the Nakuda. The Yavanim are saying, what you see, you know there's two statements in English. Let's give a look a second. One, what you see is what you got. Nachon, as I state, whatever, that's what we say, as I'm talking. And then, there's a lot more than what meets the eye. It's a shtickle contradiction, no? What you see is what you got. That means zel. What's tangible, that's what's important. What's untangible is not important. That's Chochmas Yavan. And Chochmas Yisrael is, there's a lot more than what meets the eye. Meaning, we understand whatever you see is the tip of the iceberg. And the real thing what's happening in the world is all behind, behind the scenes. Which, HaKadosh Baruch himself is not tangible. And, and that's, the, that's everything. So, so they were finding, the Yavanim disconnected the physical world from its upper root. They said, what you see in this world, that's what you got. Zemayesh. That's what they say today in Hebrew, Zemayesh. Chochmas Yisrael says, there's a lot more than what Mithrai. So the, the base of English and the Torah, which represent that there's a Hebrew to a higher layer, that's what the Yavanim, their mahus, their essence is against it. The Gamre. Because the Yavanim say, you know who defines Chachmas Yavan the way I just told you now? What you see is what you got? I'm not making it up. The Maral is alluding to it, but you know who says it black and white? The Ramban, in Pashas Achre. When he speaks about the Seel Azazel. Perk Tetzayin Pasuk Ches. It's a long, long Pasuk. Very difficult to understand. But he says at the end, why did I elaborate so much to speak about what the Lazazel says? So more or less, his Lashon is, Ramon Shapiro always quotes this Ramban. The, I, should have, I shouldn't have elaborated so much, says the Ramban, but I had to uh, answer back to those who are mishek min bateva, ta'anim shochim achar ha'yevoni v'talmidov, the Yevoni says, Rav Shavol and the Banim, Aristo, or Stano, shehikhish kol davar zulati ha'murgash lo. He denied anything, everything but the tangible. That's how Ramban defines it. He gives the ato. He was considered to think. He gives the ato lakhish zulati hamukashlo, amukashlo, to deny everything but the tangible. And whatever I don't understand means it's not true. That's the other. What you see is what you got. Now is not the time to go into it, but if you look around, we're so mushpa from Yavan. You think about it. What do we really appreciate? You know how many times it's my job in Hasmo, or even when I was in Eretz Yisrael in Ma'arava, you know how many times I, let me, I'll give you just one or two examples. It's not the level of Ma'arava now, but I want to give you nevertheless a few examples. The following could happen, it happens to me many times. Hello, Rabbi Hartman. Yes, hi. Uh, we're a very close-knit family. Oh, wonderful. We have tomorrow a bris mila in the family. Mazatov. We want very much that Avram should come to the bris mila, a, a boy in the school. So could you please dismiss him and let him, to, let him out because it's, we're close to the family. So I asked him, where will the bris mila take place? Let's say in Eretz Israel. In Bnei Brak. It's a half an hour drive by car. Oh, okay, fine. Where, when will it take place? At 9.30. Okay. 
So I said, I'll tell you, if I, know that they, if, the, if I know the family could do it, I say, you know what? I think it's very important that Abram should join the bris milah, a close-knit family. But you know what I think it's good to do? After the bris, he should stay for a little while, and at 10.15, 10.30, put him in a cab, a taxi, and send him to Yeshiva. The taxi cost 120 shekel. It's a family that could afford it. 120 shekel is money, but it's okay. And I think that will be a great lesson. So Avram will see that his parents are willing to pay 120 shekel for a shir gemar. And if there's any financial problem, I tell him, I'll be happy to participate half. No bayat, 60 shekel. I remember how that's so nice of you. There's really no need. Thank you so much. He'll make up the lesson when he'll come back, and he'll come tomorrow to the bris. I said, no, I, I know what happens when boys miss a lesson. I, I sit on this chair. You don't know. When I do the prina, a month later, they say, Rebbe, on that day, I wasn't in shear. You can't ask me on that chair anymore. They don't make it up. I know they don't. So that's what I want. <laughs> that's such a nice idea, Rebbe. I mean, really, it's not needed. Thank you so much. I said, Mr. So-and-so, you should, I'm not releasing him otherwise. Really? Absolutely. If you don't send it back with the taxi, I don't, I don't want him to go to the business. Oh, okay, thank you very much. They're upset a little bit, and they hang up the phone. The next morning I come to the yeshiva. I see Avram's there in the morning. I say, Avram, why don't you go to, to the bris? My father told me that Rebbe didn't let. This happens always. And now, you're not allowed to speak to a kid against his father, of course. The parents could speak to the kid against the teacher. That's... That's the end by Your teachers, rubbish. But we teachers, if Chas Hashem, we would speak to a kid against his father. And then you think about it and you say, well, you know what happened here? Look what happened here. Push it. If it's just Timavata Lashio Gemara, close knit family. If it's 120 shekel, let me think. 120 shekel, I'm not, I'm not so push it to say. And it's a family that could afford the 120 shekel. But to pay 120 shekel or 140 shekel? What about the close-knit family? That's as, it's only canceling Torah. If it's canceling, if it has to cost money, no. But Torah, 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 Spichlam, Alpha, it's a song. The passing Tehillim. But it's not for real. You know how many times I've always seen Bukhush that if we would treat Torah as something tangible, you know, you know what difference it would make? A family has a simcha. Mazel to Mazel of the daughter got engaged. They need someone to come home to sh- help them to schlep the chairs and the tables from Mihakala Hassam. They have two children, two sons. One's a successful lawyer and one's a Shiva Bukhar. Who are they going to call home first to schlep the benches? For sure they Shiva Bukhar. Why? Why not the lawyer? He's making money. Oh, he's making money. And what about the Shiva Bukhar? Mm, he'll make it up afterwards. Maybe the lawyer will make it up also afterwards. No, no. The lawyer, no. The learner. Zelo. And these are all examples that you see. It's Yovan. It's the Shpah of Yovan. Money, cash, tangible. That's Chashev. Torah. And I'm speaking about Maminim, Bnei Maminim. I'll tell you a story that happened to me once in Sao Paulo. A big there. Who had an enormous, you can't even call it house. I don't know how to call it. He was doing Hanukkah Sabayas a week later. And he tells me, you know, I want to get mezuzahs. Do you know whether I could get like good mezuzahs? Do you know a safer in Eretz Yisrael? That, uh, that could give me mezuzahs quickly. So says, yeah, I have a few chavayim more aside from I could get you one. Um, how many do you need? He says, I have 50 dwarves in my house. 50, sounds good. 
you know, Hamishim Sharibina, Hamishim Sharim. I have 50. Fine, 50 Sharibina. How many do you want? 50. Okay, I'll give him a call. Uh, and then I called up my friend and I asked him if he could send 50. He says he could. So I went back to him and I said, uh, he said, oh, I forgot to ask the most important question. Tells me this super gvir. How much did they cost? I said, $50 a mezuzah. $50 a mezuzah? I could get him some polo mezuzahs for 20. Thank you so much. I don't need it. Okay. So then I asked him, can I be a little bit chutzpahdik? Yes. How much did you pay for the handles of the door? The handles. Not the, the handles. He didn't yet see where I'm going yet. He says that they're, they're, they're Spanish made. Each set, handles go set. Each set is $200. You willing to pay $200 on, on handles and only $20 on the mezuzah? Where, where, did this, where does this come from? Why $200 on handles and $20 on the mezuzah? The answer is partial. What's the answer? You have one. Handles, everybody sees. The mezuzah inside? Who cares? That's not so important. You know, the box of the mezuzah, I'm going to make, out of, make sure they'll be gold or silver. The box, because again, everybody sees it. If you'll see, we're, we're, we're very much, we've got to work a lot about it to say that the oilam haruchni is for real. It's tangible, and it's there, just as the, the, this, the, the, this uh, stuff is here. But a lot of times it's so easy to, to cancel a shear, to cancel a chavrusa, to cancel anything. But if it would be 50 pounds, ooh, then it would have a different ballgame. Then it would have different colors. This is al-dekha musar. But the point is, that's what Yovan represents. Yovan represents this nakura that what's tangible is chashuv. What's not, just overlook it. It's not chashuv. And we're mushba from it. We're mushba from it. Okay, Rabbi Say. If, let's say, uh, I want to conclude, a big gvir walks into, a, a, you might, a gvir that's known, but kol katsitev walks into a shul. Wow. You know who he is? Wow. Me'idach Yisef, a tamad chacham walks into a shul. Seder. Seder. I'm not generalizing chasam I'm sure. I'm just saying we have a natiya to adore what we can see. And not so much what we don't see, even though we know how important it is. That is the Ashpa of Yavan. Okay, let's go on. This Malchus has a special war against the Besamigdash and against Torah. Reverse the room to think. So why did they destroy the Besamigdash? You know the Besamigdash was kaim kol yemei malchus yovan? It's the only golus that we had in Eretz Yisrael, and the Besamigdash is kaim? If you're so against the Besamigdash, destroy it. Just like what Bubble and, and Rami did. What? They use it for their purposes. Let's say a little bit more, Abu How come they didn't destroy it? Why didn't they destroy the Besamigdash? Put it on fire. They didn't need to. Let's see, Rabbi, let me, let's read it together in, in footnote 6. We're skipping a second. This is the question that Rabbi Footnote asks. So let's read it together in footnote number 6. V'im Tomar. Question. Why didn't they destroy it? 
but rather left it on its base. is the first Pachat Yitzchak that Rafutna printed uh, with his name. And, and in a lot of ways, that's the tempest of what Rafutna said. Because the, the unique characteristics of the of Malchus Yovan, she Malchus Yovan is a Malchut Eichida in all the Malchuyot that Yisrael has been in Israel, as all the years of Yisrael has been in Israel, it took place while the Besamigdash was, how would you translate in English, Besamigdash Kayim? Standing? Extent. So ask Zavutin, what does that mean? That Golos Yavon was done when the Beis HaMikdash was Kaim. Yavon, they're out to make ambiguous, to make, in a, to metashtesh, to make blurry the difference between Yisrael and Numasoylam. A very interesting saying. They don't have anything against us living as Jewish people alive. That's a Molek. They have something against the Chalukah, the difference. Between Yisrael and Umus Oilam. Meaning, Gam Chilul HaKodesh V'tumat HaTarot Edam Elam Mechikat HaEvdala Ben HaKodesh U'Ben HaKol They want to erase what differentiates between Kodesh and Chol. Ben HaTameh U'Ben HaTawar. Namely, what they want to say is, there is really no difference between Yisrael V'Amim vis-a-vis what's tangible. We all have two ears, two eyes, a nose. There's no chilek on that. The whole chilek is in the Ruchnil world. And since they want to disconnect the physical world from the Ruchni world. They want to erase the Havdalah. He's going to quote that soon tomorrow, this one, my Chazal. I'll tell you, I remember when I first started having my Kesha with Rafut Nezatzal. I was 19 years old then. I was a little kid. I don't understand yet what it means to meet such a kind of Godel. I, I, I didn't even have the, the Hasag of what it means. I thought, there's another rabbi. So I'll meet him also. And then I started getting close to him, and then Hanukkah came up. It was like two, three months into our Kesha, Hanukkah came up. And I wanted to prepare it. I heard that this Jew, Ravudna, he's into Machshava. I didn't even know what it meant then. Because I was a Yeshiva learning Sugis and Gemara. He's into Jewish philosophy and Tagarata. So I'll prepare for him a Shtikal Torah. Let's be nice. I'll come and I'm going to meet him on Hanukkah. I'll prepare him a Shtikal Torah in Hanukkah. Fine. So I walk in. And I prepared in advance, it was like eight, nine questions, and one yesoid that answers it all. Psh, and I told it over to my Rosh Hashivas and wherever I was learning, and they said, psh, fine. So I came to Rav and I said, I want to tell the Rosh Hashiva a shtikal in Hanukkah. Fine. What's a shtikal so I told, him, I told him eight, nine questions. I remember, you know, the Pnei Yeshua's kasha, why do they have to do the Nidanes of Shemen, anyway, Tumatriya Betzibur, and why do we commemorate this miracle more than the miracle of Nitzachan and Sancheriv? A bunch of kashas. And here comes one Yesoid. The Yesoid is that the victory over Yovan is not only Stam that we won, 
That's Bashar. Rather that they had a zero impact on us. We came in and we came out like the cows of Paro. And according to that, all nine kashas were answered. So I say over the thing, and he listened patiently, and then he tells me, Ravutner, Baha'i Lishna. I'll never forget it. We spoke in Hebrew. That's the Shalom Aleichem. Not only it's not true, it's totally sheker. He says, he said, I would like to say on it, but it's even worse than that. But it's not, it's worse than that. It's sheker. The Yivanim didn't have an impact on us? Of course they did. And then I was still foolish enough to argue. Because I was just 19. He said, Nein, 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 You know, like in Yeshivas. Like you're arguing with Yechavrusa. Nein, The Tai Chi's. The Torah didn't change at all. From Bereshis, La'enei, Kol Yisrael. Not one letter changed. So we're commemorating that they didn't have any impact on us. Not one letter changed. He mamash wanted to throw me out the window, I remember. And it was very scary. He, he, when he would get angry, it was mamash scary. He says, You think the Yivanim wanted to change the Torah? The way we treat Torah, they want to change. Not the Torah, the attitude to Torah. You know how successful they were? Universitat Barilan Ayom. Zelo misyavnim? That's what we start saying. Zelo begal yivonim. What's Universitat Barilan the way he looked at it? The, not the tishtush between Chol and Kodesh. Vekol habilbul ayom sheyesh pashkofes. Zelo begal yivonim? And then he started quoting Gemaras that then I don't even know what they meant. And the Gemara that says the first machloik is in Chazal between Rabbi Yochan ben Yoyes and Rabbi Yochan ben Yoyesi is if there's smicha b'yom tov or not. Was because of Pulmus Yavon. And all the machloikas that we have in Chazal at Etzamir Mazes because of Yavon. How could you say Shemla Yishpiyolino? Echem Shalakit Kazadavah. And then he gave me like a good dig. He said, you probably told it to your Rosh Hashivas and they told you Shkoyach. Which was the truth. He said, you should know that Divrei Yimei Yisrael is Kodesh Kodoshim. It's not Hefker. It's not Hefker. You just get up and say Ashtikol Torah on Mayadim. It's a dvarim shit magim at kisse akovid. And then he starts saying, you'll learn this sefer, you'll learn that sefer, you'll get a little bit of avana, but just to get up and say that the avanim had zero impact on us. The whole tishtush in the world is because of the avanim. That's what he, he was screaming on the top of his lungs. And, uh, and then it, it, it's, one of the, it's one of the moments I'm always going to remember that how could you say the avanim didn't have ashpah? The way we treat today sometimes equally, Limudei Kodesh and Limudei Chol, isn't that because they want him? Echshichos in Emshi Yisrael. 100%. A levels is so chashuv in Torah, maybe not that chashuv. Isn't that because they want him? All these things are because they want him. Now, that's exactly the point he was saying. So over here, let's go back to what, this is what, in the Pachad Yitzhak, afterwards I started learning the Seven Pachad Yitzhak, he, he devoted Mamarim Shleimim to how do we Bechal have the right to commemorate and celebrate Hanukkah after the Yivanim had such a terrible impact on us? What's that to celebrate? After we were so affected by them. 
That's, that's the Nakuda that he was speaking about. But anyway, let's go back to here. So the Yavanim are against what represents uh, that it's people, a house, and it's, it's Kodesh. They want to mevatel their tishtush. They want to make a tishtush between what we differentiate between Kodesh and Chol. So let's go on. Here the man is going to go say that the Torah and Besamigdash are two madregas, one above the other. The Besamigdash is in Olam Hazet, which leads to a higher level, which is Torah. We'll see some of them are so madgish over and over again that the Yivanim were fighting Torah and Besamigdash. We'll see soon which point he wants to read. How can we go together? So you see that Torah, I'm still on page Ayin Dalet, towards the end of page Ayin Dalet. Right? Okay, let's give, well, let's give a look at footnote 5. Whenever the mouse says, it's always like, so, you get a little bit, in my job, I get a little bit nervous. What is it, where is it referring to? But, okay, I don't know if I always found the, the place that he means. I don't know. But let's give a look at footnote 5. The heart and the brain are his ikar. The lev is a little bit more physical. It's in the center of our body. The moyach is where the neshama dwells. Kach bechlal ha'olam. So too in the whole world there's a parallel to the heart and to the brain. He's echoing here the aside that Adam is called oilam katan. Right? What Chazal already say. And whenever you see in the Adam, you see in the world, or vice versa. Whatever you see in the world, you'll see in the Adam. So in the Adam there's a thing called evesh ha'neshama tluyaboy, especially as the lev and the moyach. What's its parallel in the world to the heart and to the brain? So says the Maharal, The Besamigdash and the Torah, that's what it's all about. Just like the heart is in the middle and it gives, it sustains all the other limbs, so to Besamigdash is in the middle of the world. The chiyus of the whole world goes through Besamigdash. Like the Gemara says in Zvachim, that if Umas Oilam would have known how valuable the Besamigdash is for them, they would protect it and make sure that it shouldn't be destroyed. Because it gives them chiyus also. The spiritual dimension of Adam. Again, the neshama is in the brain. That's written in the Zerakos, the mouth says in a few places, that the Neshama is not in the whole body. It's only in the brain. The heart and the brain of the Bria is turned by tamid. They always go together with each other. Besamigdash is in the physical world. It's the shleimus of the physical world, that there's a, a, a home which a Kodesh dwells there in this world. Says the 
So says the Maran, when you say the tefillah, you know what the tefillah is? Please make sure that I should devote my life to things which are ikar and not the shtusim. Please make sure that my life should be involved with things which are really meaningful and not things which are trivial. That is that bakasha. Because the besamigdash and the Torah are the ikar because they're parallel to the brain and to the heart. What? That's a very good question. How could the world exist? The Maral asks it in Netzach Yisrael Perekavav. How could the world exist without a Besamikdash? And how could a Kedush be called a Lekei Ha'olam if there's no Besamikdash? So buy the set and look up the answer there. Ha, ha, ha. No, I'm just kidding. I'm trying to, you know, whatever. The, the, what? That's the Tuffel. That's the Tuffel part. The Maral answers that once the Besamikdash was Nikhlav, we're always in the Mahalach of Likras Binyan Besamikdash. And we're on the Derech Likras. And Likras, to a certain degree, you have it also. That's the that's the Nechama already, already on... Uh, the Nechama. The Nechama of after Tishbab is already the Nechama. What's the Nechama after Tishbab? Shiva the Nechamta. Nothing happened meanwhile. But once the Besamikdash was destroyed, starts the Mahalach Hatikun to the new one. Not Takav, it says the Navi. Okay, good. Look it up there if you really have a chance. Not like it's all Perak above. He devotes their prayer to that question. Okay. Very good. He, he says this, he saw it in a few other places, that Besamikdash and Torah are the sources of spirituality in our lives. Besamikdash represents the Lev, and the, and the, and the Torah represents the Seichel, and the Yavanim that are out to undo our spirituality have a special war against these two. What does it mean, befrat? Of course the Yivanim were misnagged to other things as well. We know they didn't ask to Kiddush HaChodesh, they were against Bismillah, they were against Shabbos. But the, the real point is, they all have the, the, the common denominator of all of them is, our Kesha with the Kodesh Bohu. It's like, it, like Reb Amos mentioned before, the Marmar Chazal, the what does it say? The Yivanim were kisvul lechem al keren ashar, right on the keren ashar. Ain lechem chelak be'elokei Yisrael, right? That's what Chazal. That's what they said. That's not Maral Malach. That's Geshmak, but not the Maral style. The Maral explains. First of all, what do Yivanim say? Kisvul lechem al keren ashar. Here is the the tamtis of what Chachmas Yom is all about. You do not have a special relationship with Elokei Yisrael. The Maral later on will explain, what is Karen Ashar? Well, since when do you write things on the horn of an ox? You usually write things on the paper. Why do you write in Karen Ashar? Says the Maral, they're alluding to Cheta Egel. That's what Maral says. Because the Cheta Egel is called Shor, and the Yivanim are saying, what, a reminder of Cheta Egel, and Lechem Chelek Elokei Yisrael. Why did the Yivanim gore us, literally with the Karen, Dafka with Cheta Egel? Why not Cheta Maraglim? What did the, Marag- what did the Yivanim have? A- what do they want from Cheta Egel? Exactly this Nakuda that we're talking about. What was Cheta Egel? Why did we do Cheta Egel? We wanted something tangible. Be the yuk. We wanted something tangible. That's how all the Rishonim explained. The Kuzari, they all explained that. It's not, we wanted something that you could see and touch. So the Yivanim were telling us, you see you like us? 
You could also only communicate. You could only communicate and deal and identify with something which is tangible. So you're saying that you have this kind of relationship with a God she'en lo guf ve'en lo musa guf kisvu lachem al keren ashol en lachem chelik belokei Yisrael. Chet ha'egel shows you're exactly like us. That you could only really connect to something which is tangible. It's very muduk according to Chazal. On the, the Gemara and Brachas, I just want to add the hair according to this Maral, how it makes sense. That Chazal say, but Hashem is Vani, but right that because well, and Chazal dash in that pasuk, each word is Hatishkach Isha Ula Mirechem Pribetna, Gam Eila Tishakachna Anochi Lo Ashkachech. So say Chazal that Knesset Yisrael, because well, tells us I'm always going to remember the good deeds that you did. Ask Am Yisrael, so maybe you're going to remember also Cheta Egel. So Akash Bokh says, Gam Eile Tishakachna. I won't. So Eile is alluding to Chet Egel. Why? Eile Tishakachna, Eile Elohecha Yisrael. What's the Geshmaket of this Chazal? Stam Eile, Eile Gzer Shava. Eile, it says over here the word Eile. It says over here the word Eile. Well, Machtab's like a bridge. We know that Chazal is more than that. Why the word Eile defines Chet Egel? What does Eile mean? This. That you could point at it. It's Zeh Beloshan Rabim. Why is it Beloshan Rabim? Because Rashi says, Elohus Harbe, Evulahem. They wanted many gods. But that's the definition of Chet Egel. Eile. Eile means, look. What was the word Eile mean? That you could point at it and, and say, here it is. And if it's plural, here they are. That is the definition of Chet Egel. And the Yavanim are goring us with that sin. By saying, you see, you cannot connect and communicate and have a relationship with a God who's not tangible. You yourself did Chet Egel. Chet has nothing to do with Meraglim. Chet Egel, that's exactly what they want to bring out. Okay. So the Yavanim are trying to undermine our relationship with the Kaddish Bochul and proving their point from Chet Egel. And as a result of all the above, they have a vicious war against two things. Beis and Tyra. Says the Maral, now comes here at the head of the Maral. He's going to go and explain why was the nest Dafka with the Menorah? Because wants to do Nisim? And that the Menorah let was lighting for eight days. The Maral is going to say a Menorah lighting for eight days is where the Migdash and Tyra meet. The Nekudat HaMivgash of Migdash and Torah is in a menorah that lights eight days. That's what he's going to say. Okay, let's just wake up. We're about to finish. Okay, we another six, seven minutes. The reason why, it's my, it's my, 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 when I give a shir, I like to see people like, so stick alive. The truth of the matter is I'm also a little bit jealous of those who are falling asleep because I'm also so tired and I'd like to fall asleep myself also. So it's really me this voice that, 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 you know, Torah has to be learned Leibadik. Leibadik. Did you ever see in a cemetery the Maitzim learning Torah? You got to be high. You know, Bruce, I want to tell you something. That for four years, whenever I went into Rafutnas itself, and I went and I would say it at least 50 times, I, I would imagine, I gotta make the husband, but it, I think it's 50 times. And each time I sat with him for two, three hours, I was, oh, you woman, I never had the opportunity like that before, and, and since then I didn't have an opportunity like that afterwards. To meet such a kind of Adam, and for four years, three and a half years, whatever the husband is, 
I have to make a cheshbon. How many times I went in? You know, every single time I came in, you know what was the first question he asked me? I thought, I thought it's a joke, the first, second, third time. He did a kisayda. Every time I came in, atachai, are you alive? So I thought maybe he means, you know, I'm like, well, so pale, and like I'm about to drop dead. Hey, hey are you still alive? But that's not what he meant. He meant, you got to be chai. Whatever you do, you got to do it with chiyos. Remember, that's a big aside. He added to me once, but I'll tell you today, I'm a little bit in a story mode. Lo ha-metrash ikar ala ha-maisa. The maisa, the story. He once told me that in, in, in Slobodka, the altar's home was on the ground floor. And there was three steps to go downstairs. And the steps broke. Whatever. Now normally, what do you do? You fix the steps. The yeshiva didn't have money to fix the steps. So the steps remained broken. Now the altar was already an older man. He couldn't jump at one time three steps. So what do you do? You don't have money to fix the steps. So what do you do? So they made a Torahnut, a queue amongst the Talmudim, that each one will be there when the altar comes out from home. And like we'll lean on him and come down. And then we'll lean on him and go up. And the altar was very makbid on his manim. They knew exactly when he's coming out, when he's going in. And that's how they did it. And the Bachim were very excited to be Mishamish the altar, that the altar should lean on them. Okay. And then Rufutna told me once it was his turn, and he went there with the Simcha Gdoyla. He was very happy. He was then, he said, he said I think, 18. And he was Zaychet to Mishamish the altar, going down the steps and coming up the steps. He went and he did that, the Simcha Gdoyla. And I guess the altar noticed that he, that's what he was. He was full of energy, full of Simcha. So the altar told him, you know, when I'm leaning on you, I'm thinking of a Gemara in Perik Murube. Let's see if you know which Gemara I'm thinking about. He asked Ravutna, which Gemara am I thinking about? So Ravutna, who dafka knew Shas, sounds good. I don't know. There's a Gemara over there in Daf Samchdalit that the Gemara has all kinds of limudim, and there's a pasuk Chayim Shnai Mishalim. The Gemara asks, how do you know what you're learning? Where did the Tana know that from? So the words of the Gemara is Tana. Achaim Kasomach. Three words in the Gemara Babakama. Tana Achaim Kasomach. Which means the Tana is relying on the word Chaim. That's what it means in the Gemara there. So said the altar, that's what I mean here. I'm your Rabbi. Tana Achaim Kasomach. I'm leaning on a shtick Chaim. And Rufutta told me I took that as a Hayro for my whole life. That whatever you do, you should do with Chiyas. He says when we have the Emuna, of it's not only that one day the Mason will come alive, that you're not allowed to have any Hagosha of Misa. Whatever you do, do with full Chiyas. It's a big Yisrael, Rabbi Yisrael. It's bad, it's a big Yisrael. Okay. Let's go on. Okay. Let's just finish then the next paragraph. And then he's going to say, We're on page Ayin Hei. We're the miracle had to be done with one of the kalim of the Migdash. Why menorah more than shulchan? Why menorah more than mizbech? That the moral is not going into now. But we'll see soon. It had to be done with the kalim of the Migdash. Right? That, that there was oil for one day and it lit for eight days. And then it goes on saying, Kiner mitzvah v'toyra or Ushmoina yomim shenasalem anes what is he saying here? The number eight is the Malas HaTorah. 
When you have the menorah that has seven kanim, let's remember, seven, lighting for eight days, here you have the two numbers meet. The, the Gdusha of the Besamikdash is called seven. The Kinong in the Besamikdash had seven nimin. The menorah had, the Mesh Moshe will have eight. The has it seven. And the menorah has seven kanim. Keneged Shiva, Shiva Chochmas. Kayadua. But the seven kanim were lining for eight days. The number eight is the number of Torah. How do you know the number eight is the number of Torah? How, how would you prove it? Oh, which Mizmah? Of Kuf Yutes, right? In Mizmah Yutes, Torah Hashem Tmimah. The eighth post of Gestures Hashem Tmimah. And the Ma'at, 100%. And the Ma'at is going to bring that soon. And also Perak Kuf Yutes, which is called Kuloi on Torah. Everything's there Torah. Ma'at, each letter has eight Oisios. There's 22 Oisios. Times eight is 176. There's Kuf Ein Vav Sukkim there. So you see the number 8 represents Torah, and the number 7 represents Beis HaMikdash. 8 is Lomalim Teva, but where do you see the Torah is connected to number 8? After Shiva Shavuos comes Shuas, which is also, after 8, is to, after 7, I'm sorry, is Torah. And again, I just, my father once told me, he once gave a, a trip, a, a lift to an old man, who told him, Azgula Farichus Yomim. If whenever, whatever you are, whatever how old you are, say the Perik Tehillim, which is one more than you are. If you're 50, you say Perik Nun Aleph. If you're 80, you say Perik Pe Aleph. So I gave me a new Havana and the bracha, you should live till 120. Because when you're 118, which Perik do you have to say every day? Kufi test. it's almost not Shaykh. To say it on a daily basis. But right? That's a kind of hard practice to say daily. Anyway, it gives a new mashmoz to the bracha till 120 that he passed that huddle. But the Maral is going to say that the numbers 7 and 8 meet when the menorah... Okay, this is an akuda that we're not going to be matzich yet to define today. We'll continue to Hashem next week. That the menorah, which is the etzim sheva, is lighting 8 days. So Maral is saying over here, here is where the two meet. What does he say? David Amizbal Ashrei Smi Medech Al Atayra B'Tamni Api. Tamni Api means eight times. For Od Sider, and this is what Reb Amos said: Lam Natsach Mizbal David Ashemayim Misapin Kvod Kel Shiva Psukim. V'Achar Shiva Psukim Toyra Sashem Tmima. What? Ah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> the next eight psukim we're dealing with Torah. Ki elu zayim psukim emo elam haze, v'atoira hi alo elam haze, shenivra b'shiva yemei breshis, lekach madrega ha-shminis hi ha-toira. Okay, I'm just going through, so we're going to go through this a little bit more about next week. Olekach shiva shavua estispor ad ha-chamishim, shuhu achar ha-shiva, hu matn toira, v'dover ze bi'arnu ba'arichus b'mokom, it should say, of course, achar. The aleph is missing. Okay, so we'll stop here.